This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Play action. Stroud escapes the rush of Foskey and delivers downfield. And it is a completion. Abuka came back and made the catch. They bring late pressure. It's picked up. Stroud right down the middle. Touchdown. It is Xavier. Welcome back to BetQL Daily on this Football Friday. Aaron Hawksworth, Joe Ostrowski, Jim Rodriguez. And joining us now on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line is Pam Maldonado. The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. Pam with Yahoo Sports is joining us now. And let's start with Ohio State at Penn State. The Buckeyes are heavy 15 and a half point favorite. Can Penn State do anything, or what do they need to do to stick around in this game, Pam? Ah, we lost our girl. What happened? Oh, no. (laughs) That's all right. Oh, there she is. What's up, Pam? We lost you there for a second, but I was just saying, what? so the Buckeyes, heavy favorites. Can Penn State do anything? What do they need to do to stick around in this game? Oh, I'm really kind of concerned for C.J. Stroud here, the quarterback for Ohio State, because now we've seen in a couple of matchups where Stroud isn't really – he's a Heisman current Heisman favorite, and I'm not sure if he's entirely in the right to be because we did see Stroud yeah. struggle against a Rutgers defense where he had only 13 of 22. Mm. It was his worst production of the season. He had only 154 passing yards, one interception. And then we saw Stroud again struggle against Iowa, which of course is a better defense. But Ohio State is being bailed out with its run game. So if it ends up being the case where Stroud is again having a little tough of a time against the pass, which is Penn State's best defense, um, then we could definitely see Ohio State come out with their run game. And this has been a solid running back unit. I would still expect that Ohio State, I'm definitely not at all calling for the upset, but we just saw Penn State also get trashed on the ground against Michigan. So Ohio State definitely comes out with the win. The spread is a little bit more concerning for me. I think it's a little um, – a little too high for on the road, considering that Stroud is maybe having difficulty with his with his throwing game right now. Well, Ole Miss is uh, back on the road after getting trounced in that second half against the LSU last week. They're going to Texas A&M, and they are the road favorite. Do you have a play on Ole Miss, Texas A&M? I do. Um, I know that there's a lot of controversies and rumblings and what you can say about Texas A&M right now and it's coach and Jimbo Fisher, but I am backing the home dog, Texas A&M plus two and a half. I also took them plus 120 on the money line. And it's simply because, you know, 
A&M has had a three. They have not played at home in what feels like forever. The Aggies at home are top 10 in touchdowns allowed in three home games. They've only given up five total touchdowns and instead are forcing four field goals. And it's in the second half of those games. They're only allowing the A&M Aggies at home, allowing only an average of eight points per game. We just saw Ole Miss in his second leg back-to-back road games now last week in the second half against one of the best second-half defenses in LSU. Ole Miss was only able to put up two punts, two turnovers on downs, and zero points scored. Potentially here we are seeing Ole Miss kind of worn out and tired. They have yet to have a bye this this week. They have one next week. Um, They have had really difficult games against Auburn. They had LSU. And then so now you're coming off. And then they have Alabama on deck. It's just a really bad spot for Ole Miss in this spot. A&M in its first home game in since the early part of the season, this potentially could be a really good get-back spot for the Aggies. Pam, I want to focus, and maybe it's not a, it's not a coincidence that I'm going to ask you this question, the world's largest outdoor co- cocktail party, the, the Florida-Georgia game in Jacksonville, 22.5-point favorites are the Bulldogs. I like the under, though, 56.5 in that game. Where's, you know, what say you? Oh, man, I don't like the under because we could definitely see Georgia put up – they could put up 40 <laughs> points on their own right here. Florida has one of the worst defenses in the country. They are bottom 10 in almost every statistical category. And I myself am not impressed with, like, Stetson Bennett, but we know that Georgia's offense – I'm going to take out my headpiece real quickly. I apologize for that. Okay, there you go. Yeah, we haven't seen quarterback Stetson Bennett for uh, the Georgia. This may not be the exact same defense that we're used to seeing from them, but we are seeing that Florida is letting absolutely every team score on them this season. <laughs> so if I am, I would be shocked if uh, Stetson Bennett and company, at least with the ground game, get something going, put up at least. I mean, they let. Tennessee scored 38 points. I mean, they lost to LSU 45, 45 points allowed. Yeah, I mean, give me Georgia. I think they definitely and the over. cover, and they could score all that <laughs> on their own. You guys are going to laugh when the under comes in. I'm just saying. <laughs> if it's the under, it's because, it's because Florida was unable to produce any type of points. <laughs> I love Pam because she keeps it real. If she doesn't agree with you, there's no sugarcoating here on this show. (laughs) All right, Cincy at UCF, Pam. I know you have an opinion on this one. So I did like this game earlier. I myself do have UCF plus one and a half from early in the week, but the line is now flipped to UCF lane minus two and a half at home to Cincinnati. I agree with the line move, but the value is entirely lost. UCF has just been a different offensive team playing at home in their home stadium. They're averaging 38 points per game, only 26 on the road. They're top 10 in rushing offense. And there's four different players that the Cincinnati defense is going to have to defend including a quarterback, a mobile quarterback in John Plumley. He has 11 passing touchdowns, but he also himself, Plumley, has over 500 rushing yards and seven ground scores. Defending a mobile quarterback, we see how difficult it is in the NFL. It's just as difficult in college. And the Bearcats, they're 6-1 and one this season, but I am not impressed with this Cincinnati team. I'm continuing to say that the 2020 version that we saw of Cincinnati, the 2020 version, 
they're still with the 6-1 record, but it's not the same team. In back-to-back weeks, the Bearcats had a four-point win over South Florida. They had a two-point win over SMU. And the major problem that you see with Cincinnati right now is penalties. They are the third worst in the FBS. They're averaging 11 penalties on the road for 100 yards per game. Now, I never want to rely on that statistical model to continue throughout the season, but it's not just a one-and-done situation. It is continuously happening each and every game, and that is why they are in these close game situations. I like UCF, the better team, the better defense at home against one of the worst penalized lack of focus teams in college. No doubt. Uh, Pam, it is so strange to be talking about fighting Illini football in this area. It's something that's just typically gone ignored over the years, but Brett Bielema has his team uh, rolling along here. There's a legit chance that the Illini are going to be a part of the Big Ten championship game. It's nuts. And uh, they are laying seven and a half on the road against lowly Nebraska. Uh, What do we think? I liked Illinois at minus seven. The game is now seven and a half. I would still fire on seven and a half, and I would consider the alt line at anything like close to above 14. Like Illinois minus 14 would be like a play for me because Nebraska is two and five against the spread this season. Everyone is starting to start believe that maybe Nebraska is inspiring his head coach and Scott Frost is maybe a, di- a different team. Maybe they're doing better. Are they really? Because they have no pass rush. They're bottom 20 in quarterback pressure. They have no secondary. They're bottom five in passing defense. They even allowed Northwestern, who is a non-offensive team for the most part, over 300 passing yards. The Cornhuskers have no rushing defense. They're bottom 20 in that. They gave up 200 rushing yards to Georgia Southern, another 300 to Oklahoma. And I think this game is going to look a lot like the Oklahoma against Nebraska game. Everyone was high on Nebraska, and they just got stomped on by the OU rushing offense. Well, Illinois has one of the best running backs in the country in Chase Brown. He has at least 108 rushing yards in all seven games that he has played this season, including against much better rushing defenses in Wisconsin, Iowa, and Minnesota, putting up 100 plus against those top 30 rushing defenses. Now you're playing one of the worst rushing defenses. I mean, the fighting Illini, you said, maybe they're going to be here in the Big Ten title game, but they've held all three of those opponents to 14 points or less. So this could be an Mm -hmm. absolute blowout. I would be looking to the alt line every which way for Illinois. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pam, Syracuse has been a great story this year. Uh, they're at home against Notre Dame and the, the Orange, a favorite at minus two and a half. How do you see that happening in that game? I was not as impressed with Syracuse. I haven't been as high in, with Syracuse as um, potentially other people, but it's only because of their schedule that they had faced. If Coming into the game against Clemson, where it was very competitive, yes, and we saw DJ Uyunglele get pulled and swapped out 
come out with a win. Um, Syracuse had it there. They had it was a 27-21 loss, but they were right there defensively. But if you look at the rest of their schedule, I mean, they played Louisville, UConn, uh, just not a really great state. NC State is one of the teams that I was really high on in this season, uh, coming into the season, and under severely have underperformed. Um, Notre mm-hmm. Dame maybe is starting to come together offensively. You, we always know that Notre Dame has always been one of those teams that is solid on defense, and it's been the offense that's a bit of a lackluster. Maybe potentially they're starting to find something. I know that it was against UNLV, but they put up 44 points, and we've seen that spark. Drew Pine, I mean, he had 205 yards. He had two passing touchdowns, um, 223 ground rushing yards from Notre Dame. It's good. I would now. Now I would consider a total. Terrible. You were talking about the total earlier. <laughs> now this is where I would consider the total because Syracuse or Notre Dame, neither of them have like off the wall charts with their stats on mm-hmm. offense, but they're both really strong defenses. So this is the game that I would consider the under. Let's pivot to the Pac-12, Stanford, plus 16.5 at UCLA, and the Cardinal defense is able to keep some games close. What do you expect in this one? I'm going to get flamed for this, but the Stanford plus 17 is what's catching my attention here against UCLA. Like the Bruins, I know they're so good, and Dorian Thompson-Robinson is one of the best quarterbacks in college, but I am willing to believe that Stanford is a better team than the 3-4 record indicates. They had a one-point loss to a really good Oregon State team. They beat Notre Dame, who I said is one of the better defenses. They scored 28 points to USC. I mean, Cardinal quarterback Tanner McKee, the stats aren't necessarily sterile stellar for him he has six interceptions on the season but he's only thrown two in the last four games those uh those interceptions came early on and ucla secondary is bottom 30 in passing yards allowed bottom five in opponent red zone scoring this is telling you they this is a crazy stat a hundred percent of the red zone plays have been converted converted into points against ucla inside the red zone That is if Stanford quarterback can get downfield, which Tanner McKee, I believe he can. He's done well enough against some of these stronger defenses. If he can get downfield, Stanford is going to be putting up points. So maybe consider the over Stanford at UCLA, but getting 17 with a red zone defense as terrible and the secondary as bad as UCLA, I like the 17 to cover as well. All right, what about uh, live dogs? Any live dogs that, uh, that grab your eye for uh, this weekend in college football? Um, other than Texas A&M, okay, so maybe Pitt plus three and a half at North Carolina. Um, this is a huge play against UNC's quarterback protection. Tar Heels quarterback in Drake May, he has 17 sacks this season. He was sacked five times against Miami. That was a three-point win. Sacked three times against Notre Dame. He was still able to put up five passing touchdowns and zero interceptions, but three of those scores came from the final 20 minutes of the game. But before that, North Carolina only had 159 yards of total offense, and UNC's defense is bottom five in yardage yardage allowed. And if you look at their scores this season, North Carolina, four of the five wins have been by seven points or less. So Pitt is getting three and a half with a much better defense, both against the pass, both against the run, has a pass rush that can absolutely disrupt UNC's quarterback and Drake May. Um, UNC is finding ways to win, but I think Pitt is overall the better team, so I will gladly take the three and a half and put them on the money line. 
Pam, last one for me, a little Big Ten, you know, rivalry, Michigan State and Michigan, games at the Big House in Ann Arbor. Where do you stand on that? Um, there is absolutely no reason to believe that Michigan will not absolutely just trounce Michigan State. There is, I mean, look at how they performed Michigan State. Ohio State has a not as strong of a defense um, against Ohio State. They lost 49 to 20. There is no reason to believe that Michigan cannot absolutely do the same. And we saw last week what Blake Corum did to the Penn State offense. I mean, Ohio they gave up 237 rushing yards to Ohio State. I think this is a repeat of what we saw last week of how solid Michigan looked. Michigan rolls, take the over, because Michigan's probably going to put up a bunch load of points. <laughs> that was Pam Maldonado on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. Thank you so much, Pam. And we still have five games to get to. Uh, we're going to break them all down, the NFL games this Sunday. Next. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.